the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Psalm 127 says children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. Every human life is a gift from God. Every human life has uh, a a purpose and, and value to God. Every life is fearfully and wonderfully made by Him. And so they have their first child, Cain, and they they name him Cain, which means acquired. Gifts don't always look the same. Some gifts are elaborately wrapped and tied up with ribbons and bows. Other gifts are held out in tiny hands, no wrapping needed. It is not the size that determines a gift's value. The concept is simpler than that. The Bible says every child, every life is a gift from the Lord. Every person has a purpose and value. In today's message, Pastor Dan teaches about sin and murder and takes away the gift of a life. Choose to forgive and reconcile to defeat sin and envy. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 4 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Genesis chapter 4, it says in verse 1, Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of the fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. And so the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened up its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. 
When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. And then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Well, in chapter 3, we saw the fall of man and the consequences of the fall of man. And chapter 3 ended with the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the garden. As, as part of the consequence of their sin, they could no longer dwell in the garden, in the presence of God, uh, which reminds us that our sin separates us from God. And so they were put out of the garden. And the language in chapter 3 indicates that God had to force them out of the garden. Understandably, they didn't want to leave. They wanted to stay in the garden with God. They didn't, they didn't want to leave. Uh, I read a story recently about a young newlywed couple who uh, is on their honeymoon in the Maldives Islands in the uh, Indian Ocean. This, this beautiful resort island, they're staying in this luxury resort, and four days into their honeymoon on this island at this resort, uh, the airports in South Africa, where they were from, began to shut down due to the coronavirus. So now they are stranded in this luxury resort on an exotic island in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And they've been there throughout the shutdown for the coronavirus. And they're spending their days on the beach and snorkeling and eating in the restaurants there at the resort. They're the only two guests left at this resort. So they have the whole resort to themselves. Now, if I were them, I wouldn't want the quarantine to end. I just would want to, I wouldn't want to have to leave such a beautiful location. Well, for Adam and Eve, they didn't want to leave paradise with God. They didn't want to leave the garden and God had to force them to go. And so now life begins outside of the garden for Adam and Eve. And chapter four focuses on the children of Adam and Eve, in particular, their first child, Cain. And one of the things we see here in, in chapter 4 is that Adam and Eve's sin nature was passed on to their children. Uh, Romans 5.12 tells us that sin and death entered the world through Adam and it spread to everyone, to all of mankind, even to this day. Verse 1 begins with the birth of of Cain, the first human baby born in the world. It, it says, Adam knew Eve, his wife, meaning intimately, and she conceived. And she bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. And one, one thing I want you to think about here is that Eve was the first woman to go through a pregnancy and to go through labor and to go through delivery. No one had ever experienced this before. She didn't have her mother to, to counsel her or any girlfriends that could counsel her. 
about pregnancy and labor and and delivery. She had no one she could ask advice from or ask questions. Uh, There was no doctor or nurse she could talk to. There were no books she could read about pregnancy. Books like what to expect when you're expecting. She couldn't Google anything. There was no WebMD. None of that. And it's really amazing when you think about what Eve went through uh, in, in having this first child. And when their son Cain was born, notice that Adam and Eve acknowledged the child was from the Lord. It was not just the result of biology, but it was Cain was given to them by the Lord. And they acknowledged that in their response. You know, Psalm 127 says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Every human life is a gift from God. Every human life has uh, a, a purpose and, and value to God. Every life is fearfully and wonderfully made by Him. And so they have their first child, Cain, and they, they name him Cain, which means acquired. And they named him Cain because he was acquired from the Lord, we're, we're told. And, and the name here it seems to imply that Adam and Eve believed that this son was the promised seed of Genesis 3.15. God said he would give them a, a, a son, a child, the seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent. And it seems here, the way that they named Cain, that they believed Cain was that promised seed, that promised son. It, it's as if, you know, here he is, I, I've... I've got this son that God promised that will crush the head of the serpent. I've acquired the son. Here's the son that's going to restore everything back to the way it was. But as, as we're going to see in this chapter, Cain was not the savior that they were hoping for. In fact, he's far from it. Uh, you, you know, we get the saying, raising Cain from this chapter, from Genesis chapter 4. It's talking about Cain in the Bible. So they have their first child, they name him Cain, which means acquired, they've acquired a man from the Lord. Verse 2 says, then she bore again, this time his brother, Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So they have a second son, they name their second son Abel, which means breath. Elsewhere this word is translated vanity or vapor. It's used in the book of Ecclesiastes over 38 times to describe the meaninglessness of life apart from God. So Cain's name reminds us that life comes from God. Abel's name reminds us that life is brief and meaningless apart from God. And we're told again in verse 2 that Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So Abel was a shepherd. At this point, mankind did not eat meat, and so they raised sheep for milk, they raised sheep for wool, for clothing, and they raised sheep for sacrifice as an act of worship. Uh, we're told that Cain was a tiller of the of the field. He was a, a farmer. Verse three. Now look at verse three. It says, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain 
brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the first fruit of his flock and of the fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Now, I'm just going to go Bible nerd on you for a few moments here. In verse 3, when it says, In the process of time it came to pass, that, that phrase means that it was a designated time. It was at a designated time, which gives us some insight here. That tells us that already at this point in human history, there were designated times to make an offering to God. This was not the first time sacrifices were offered to God or the first time ever for Cain to make an offering to God. This this was a regular thing on the calendar. What's different about this time is Cain, this time, offered an unacceptable offering. Previously, Cain's offerings were acceptable to God. This time, he decided not to offer an acceptable offering. Again, in verse 3, in the process of time, at this designated time, when they would regularly bring their offerings to God, in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. So they, they both bring an offering. Abel brings the first of his flock. Cain brings some of the fruit of the field. If you remember back in chapter 3, God clothed Adam and Eve with the skins of animals, showing us that the shedding of blood from a substitutionary sacrifice is the only acceptable offering to God. Cain's offering was a bloodless offering. And so it was unacceptable. Abel's offering was according to the way God prescribed. It was a blood sacrifice. And so the Lord respected Abel because of Abel's offering that he brought. Cain's offering, and this is important, Cain's offering shows us that we can't just come to God any way that we want to come. We can't be accepted by God on our own terms. 
a popular view today is that all roads lead to God and you can approach God any way you want or through any religion you want or no religion at all, that all paths are equal and all paths are acceptable to God and that's not true. If it were true, then Cain's offering would have been accepted. God is the one who sets the terms of how we approach him, not us. And we can come to God only through the way he provides and only through the way he accepts. And God has provided us with one way that is acceptable, and that's through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus is the one way. Jesus is the only way to the Father. He's the only sacrifice that God will accept. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, it says, Without the shedding of blood, our sins cannot be forgiven. God requires the shedding of blood for the forgiveness of our sins. It's always been that way. All the way back to the garden. All the way back to Adam and Eve. And it hasn't changed. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross is the only acceptable sacrifice to God. It's the only sacrifice that gives us access to God that He receives and He respects. Verse 5 says that Cain became angry. And his countenance fell because God did not respect his offering. In the New Testament, in the book of Jude, it mentions the way of Cain. The way of Cain. The way of Cain is rejecting God's way and then becoming angry when God does not accept your way. That's the way of Cain. Rejecting God's way And becoming angry when God does not accept your way. Cain became angry. That God rejected his offering. Even though it wasn't the offering that God asked for. He becomes angry. And in verse 6 and 7, God responds to Cain's anger. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well... Will you not be accepted? God says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Meaning Cain could still offer the proper sacrifice and be accepted. You know, at any point, a person can put their faith in Jesus Christ and be accepted by God. The door of salvation is always open for us. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And look at at what God says here about Cain's sin. In verse 7, he says, And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. By the way, this is the first time the word sin appears in the Bible. And and, and remember, this is is the first person... (laughs) Born in the world after Adam and Eve are created. You know, this is just, just the first generation here. And here he talks about sin. He says sin lies at the door and its desire 
is for you. And God describes Cain's sin as, as like a wild animal waiting to, to pounce and devour Cain. And when God says its desire is for you, that, mean, that means sin wants to rule over you. Sin wants to control you. Sin wants to dominate you. And that's still true today. Our sin nature wants to control us. Our sin nature wants to rule over us and dominate us. But the cross of Jesus Christ breaks the power and dominion of sin over our lives. And it sets us free. Listen to this verse out of Romans chapter 6 verse 6. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ. So that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Amen to that. Because of the cross. We are no longer slaves to our sin. We no longer are dominated. With a life of sin. Our sin no longer controls us. We've been set free. From the power of sin. The dominance of sin. So now that brings us to verse 8. Where we have the first human death in history. And the first murder in history. You know for, for Adam and Eve. You think about them. They, they, their hope is in their son Cain. That this is the one. That God has sent the seed of the woman to deliver us. To restore back to us everything we lost. And their, their hope was in Cain. And it, he, he turns out to be a murderer. And he murders their other son. Their second son. Verse 8 begins by saying, Now Cain talked with Abel, his, his brother. And the wording here in, in Hebrew, it means that that Cain lured his brother out into the field, away from the public eye. If you have, uh, I think the NIV, the New Living Translation, you, you get kind of a sense of that in the way that those translations are worded. So he, he talks to his brother to convince his brother to go out into the field with him. So this is a premeditated murder. This isn't just that, you know, uh, Cain was, was emotional or, or lost control of his anger and unintentionally killed his brother. This, this was planned. Cain was angry that his offering was rejected. And his anger grew into envy for his brother. Because Abel's offering was accepted by God. And Cain became envious of his brother and angry. With his brother. And got to the point where he wanted to kill his brother. He was so envious of him. You know anger is a very powerful emotion. Envy is a very powerful uh, emotion. And it can lead to very dangerous behavior. Even leading to murder. Now, that's why the Apostle Paul tells us. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't, don't let a single day pass. Where you're harboring this anger or this envy or this bitterness or this resentment in your heart. Don't let the sun go down. Deal with it immediately. In, in other words, don't, don't give it an opportunity to take root in your heart. Be quick to confess your anger to God. Be quick to confess your envy to God. Be, be quick to forgive others and be reconciled with them if possible. 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410 410- 491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer request with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll make sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Genesis. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know his voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.